The Blevins Franks Report with Rob Kay of Blevins Franks Wealth Management. It's that time on a Sunday morning here on Riviera Radio where we say good morning to Rob Kay. How are you doing, Rob? Good morning, Howard. Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Yourself? Yeah, thank you. Good. A, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about planning a move to France and what needs to be considered. It's clear from the questions subsequently posted to the questions portal, Riviera Radio at BlevinsFrance.com, that despite the fact that the UK has left the European Union, lots of people are still intent on making the move. However, there seems to be a lot of confusion and questions about the tricky issues of tax and tax residency. However, before we delve into residency, what caught your eye in the news this week? Well, I uh, I must admit to not being a regular reader of Vanity Fair, Howard, but I did read the interview this week with Lewis Hamilton, and I was surprised, but not shocked to hear, that Lewis admitted to finding our local roads stressful, especially those on the outskirts of Nice. Approaching the port of Nice, he told the interview, interview that the roads are crazy here, there's so much going on, and I'm going to turn around. Those of us who don't have the choice and must navigate those roads should take, I suppose, some pride in the fact that we we do what an eight-time Formula One world champion doesn't want to do. <laughs> now, the uh, the end of the week obviously brought a little little bit of respite from the heat as the heat wave came to an end with with rain and thunderstorms. That's to say, not to say that it won't be back next week. Local temperatures dropped here by about ten degrees, and and the colour coded heat alerts were replaced by colour coded storm and flood alerts. Maybe it's me, but I was left wondering why everything these days has to have a colour code to highlight how scared we should be. Weather, temperature, roads, you name it, someone seems to give it a colour code. So while I'm on my old old man rant, I was also bemused to read that uh, this week Extinction Rebellion climate protesters had attacked some local golf courses and filled their holes with concrete. Now, I'm not in a disagreement with the protest about watering golf courses when farms and crops can't be watered, but their actions clearly highlight the fact that none of them must play golf. After playing golf down here for, for the best part of 25 years, I can tell them most golfers in this part of the world don't haul out, and short putts are given, which means you don't have to haul out, and therefore cementing the holes won't really cause too much stress, so it's probably a wasted protest. Now, there was some good news for those receiving the new UK state pension this week. For the first time, it could be worth more than £10,000 a year next year when high inflation feeds through and the state pension is increased under the government's triple lock scheme. The triple lock ensures that state pensions rise by average wage growth, the rate of inflation in September, or 2.5%, whichever is the higher. The annual rate of inflation hit 10.1% in July and it is forecast by the Bank of England to peak at around 13% this year. If it does, the new state pension will rise by £24.10 to £209.25 per week or £10,881 per year. The earnings element of the triple lock system was suspended last year when average average wage rises hit about 8% following the end of the Covid lockdowns. This was considered too big an increase for state pensions at that time. However, the UK government said it would reinstate the triple lock this year. Liz Truss and Rishi Sunak, the Conservative leadership candidates, both support this move, so you would imagine it will go through. Then finally, Howard, prior to its demise nearly two decades ago, I was very lucky to have flown on Concorde, so I was really interested this week to learn that the revival of supersonic passenger travel could be actually a really soon reality. 
Unfortunately, this time it won't be a French or British plane. Overture, as the plane is known, will be an ultra-fast American plane capable of flying at 1.7 times the speed of sound. And American Airlines has put in an order for 60 aircraft and commercial flights could start as soon as 2029. Interesting. I remember when I lived in North Devon, we looked up to the skies at a certain time of day and we could see Concorde flying out over the Atlantic on a a clear day. A feat of engineering. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway, Rob, how important is it to be clear on where you are a tax resident? And do you find that many people get it wrong? Um, Howard, if you you don't want to get it wrong or pay more tax than you need to, understanding tax residency has always been important. Back in those carefree days when British nationals could jump on a plane or hop in their car and travel to Europe without any worries about cancelled flights or how much time have I spent in the Schengen zone and will there be a queue, not how long will the queue be, it was actually much easier to get your tax residency wrong. Unless you make yourself resident in France, you can't come and go as you please. If you want to spend more than 90 days here, you need to formalise your residency arrangements, which if the UK press is to be believed, that means you will be assaulted by the French tax system, but more about that later. If you're legally resident in France, you should be in the French tax system, and the potential banana skin for you is actually spending too much time back in the old country when you visit the UK. Over the past 18 months, I've spoken to so many Brits who've been starved of the ability to freely travel, especially to the UK. Having been forcibly separated from the UK families, some have returned or plan to return permanently, while others have made extended visits. Can we look at the residency test? Do UK nationals need to be aware of it after they leave the UK? Very, very much so, Howard. It was... It was exactly why the UK introduced the statutory residence test back in April 2013. Lots of very affluent British nationals who had left the UK were stretching the residency guidelines when they visited the UK to spend as much time as possible there, while at the same time claim not to be UK tax residents. Before 2013, the day you arrived in the UK and the day that you left didn't count when assessing tax residency. So in theory, you could arrive, maybe in your private plane, after midnight on Thursday, so technically you've arrived on Friday. Then you left before midnight on Sunday. So Friday and Sunday didn't count and you had accumulated just one qualifying day. But you'd actually been there for the best part of three. Prior to 2013, there were only guidelines. Following several high-profile cases, HMRC published the UK Statutory Residence Test, which now details what legally determines residency and non-residency, and if you leave but then spend too much time in the UK, you'll be deemed not to have left, or for those who've been gone for a while, potentially to have returned. We've recently been advising more people than usual about this issue, given the appetite for lots of people to have visits to home. And it's the issue you really need to understand if you're planning an extended visit. Many of the listeners are benefiting from advantageous tax arrangements because they are French residents. These could be jeopardised if you spend too much time in the UK. I recently spoke to a couple whose highest marginal income tax rate because they are French residents is 20%. If they were deemed UK tax residents, their income would incur a 40% income tax liability. There was another couple who have established an estate planning strategy which mitigates every euro of French succession tax. 
and extended stay for them in the UK would expose their estate to 40% UK inheritance tax. I think the message is, if you've left the UK, make sure you stay left, or if not, make sure you've planned for the consequences of once again becoming UK residents. Can you give us a summary of how the UK statutory residency test works? Yeah, as I said, the statutory residence test was introduced in the Finance Act of 2013 to provide clarity. We now have a very definitive process which people can follow to work out if they are or are not UK residents. Previously, HMRC's guideline notes were just that, guidance notes. Excuse the acronym. The SRT was designed to walk you through, step by step, your UK residency status for a given year. Each tax year is looked at separately. So you may be resident in the UK in one year, but not the next, or vice versa. The SRT considers the amount of time you spend and where relevant worked in the UK and the connections you have to the UK. It is then split into parts, which assess what are known as the Automatic Overseas Residence Test, Automatic UK Test, and then what's known as the Sufficient Ties Test. There are other assessments for people who have died or who claim split-year tax treatment. If you qualify under the Automatic Overseas Test, then you're definitely not UK resident. If you qualify under the Automatic UK Test, those steps are very clear-cut. You are. The ambiguity comes when you don't qualify as either and fall into the grey area between the two. If this applies, the sufficient ties test is now applied and your situation is assessed against five sufficient ties if you're leaving the UK and four if you're a potential arriver. Anyone who wants to understand their situation at a much deeper level can either request a flowchart via our website or I would suggest a better strategy be to contact us and speak to one of our partners who have been specifically trained to deal with residency issues. What's the criteria that makes you residents for tax purposes in France? Yeah, it's, it's a good question, Herbie. Before Brexit, this was more of a grey area. If you arrived in France with the intention of living here permanently, you became a tax resident the day after you arrived. There was this common belief that you could arrive, but until you'd been here for more than 183 days, you weren't a resident. The FISC certainly didn't apply that rule when somebody had clearly arrived with permanent intentions. As we all know, because of Brexit, if you want to live in France, you have to apply for a visa. And to validate that visa, you must live in France for 183 days. And if you live in France for 183 days, very simply, you are French tax residents. So the residency situation and the rules on both sides of the channel are now very prescriptive and quite clear. The tax rules, and maybe more importantly, the tax system here in France, is completely different to the UK. So I would suggest you plan for your financial life before your physical life here begins. What happens if you arrive or leave part way through the year? Um, yeah, Fran France is actually quite generous in this respect because its tax system operates on what's known as a partial year basis. If you arrive today... France will assess your tax position from the 22nd of August until the 31st of December. Any income or gains realised before today are exempt from French tax. Likewise, if you leave today, you are liable to French taxes for the period from the 1st of January until the 21st of August. Income and gains realised after today will be exempt from French tax. However, a word of warning. While the French tax authorities are not interested in financial transactions which happen before you arrived or after you leave, the UK tax man is. Now what I mean by that is the UK tax year runs from April to April. 
And if you've arrived in France today and you make a financial transaction next week, because it will be done in a tax year or in the tax year when you are a UK tax resident, even though you've arrived in France, the UK will look to apply UK tax. Now, obtaining split year treatment, as I referred to before, from HMRC is actually extremely difficult. What happens if you meet the criteria for both France and the UK? Well, you can qualify as a resident in both France and the UK simultaneously. If you qualify for both, at that point, the UK-France double tax treaty kicks in and you'll be deemed to be specifically resident in France or in the UK. The double tax treaty contains tax breaker rules which come into operation if you qualify under both countries' residency rules. The purpose of the tiebreaker is to determine in which country you'll be regarded as resident for the purposes of tax covered by the agreement because you can't be taxed in both. How strict are the French authorities when it comes to tax residency? Uh, I've been advising clients in various tax jurisdictions for the best part of 40 years now. And in my opinion, the French tax authorities are just as strict as any other tax authority I've encountered. That said, I would also say the FISC are also very fair. The rules are quite clear and quite definitive. So unless you have a really complex situation or complicated issues, you should know just exactly where you stand. So in general, what's your advice to listeners about tax residency and tax planning? Is being tax residents in France so bad? <laughs> yeah, Blevins Franks has provided cross-border tax advice for, for the best part of 50 years now. I've been providing clients with UK-France advice for, for nearly 25 years, and during that time, I've encountered clients with tax affairs pretty much all around the world. And honestly, being a French resident is not horrendously worse than anywhere else. It goes without saying, wherever you live, you need a specific financial plan, and France is no different. Unfortunately, there isn't a worldwide one-fits-all solution for financial planning, which is why Blevins Franks believes passionately in strategic financial planning. Strategic financial planning is the process of looking at someone's overall affairs from an entirely holistic perspective. To be able to, to be your trusted advisor, we, Blevins Franks, or whoever else it is, need to understand how one aspect of your life impacts with another. It's crucial to your financial and mental well-being. One aspect of your finances can't be considered in isolation. Just like the, your bones and tendons, your financial skeleton is all connected. We then need to bind those hard facts with your individual needs, aspirations and challenges. Blevins Frank's Strategic Financial Planning Service begins with a complimentary meeting. We meet prospective clients on a no-fee basis to start to understand what that person, couple or family is all about and to agree we can help. If we can, we will outline what we believe we can do for you and that's where the relationship begins. So if you'd like to discuss your strategic financial planning with one of our local Blevins Franks partners or you simply have a question about residency, contact our Valbon office, the telephone number here, in Valbon is 0493-001780 and if our office in Monaco is more convenient for you, you can arrange a call or a meeting with one of our Monaco-based partners by telephone in the Monaco office. And the telephone number there is Monaco 97775574. That's 97775574. Regular listeners will know there is a dedicated Riviera radio portal where people can post questions, which we then try and answer during these broadcasts. 
So if anyone has any specific questions about residency, or they want a copy of the statutory residence floor chart, or have any question about financial planning in general, ping your question to Radio at blevinsfranks.com. And as we say every week, Howard, you can also contact us via the website, which is www.blevinsfranks.com. It's always educational. I found out a little bit about golf that I didn't know before today. Thank you very much. <laughs> You're very welcome. I'll turn this into a, a golf broadcast, shall I? Well, it's nice to be diverse, isn't it, on occasions? Absolutely, yeah. Okay, cheers. Have a good week, Howard. Likewise, thanks. The Blevins Franks Report. If you would like more information on any of the topics discussed in this program, contact your local Blevins Franks office on 0493001780 or Riviera at BlevinsFranks.com. Are you buying, selling, or downsizing property? Talk to Blevins Franks about the tax implications. Besides capital gains and income tax, France imposes a wealth tax on real estate, and you need to plan ahead for succession tax. When moving country, are you better off selling as a French or UK resident? Blevins Franks offers expert advice and tax and estate planning solutions. Call 0493001780 or visit blevinsfranks.com.